Hello and welcome to Crow Forest the Podcast. So today we will pick back up in another post-production section starting on February 16 of 2023. I started editing together the dream sequence today. First, I imported some of the original test footage that I had gotten with Maureen, which I just sort of had hanging out at the end of the main In the Attic project, and I used that as the base for the new dream sequence project. Then I put together the latest batch of stop motion into a playable video file, and imported that along with the dashcam turntable footage that I got a few days ago. I started arranging the clips together in different ways and with different effects, and it all looked good, but it started to become evident that if I wanted this to be compelling, it needed a little something more. So I went into my files to find the stop-motion videos that I did for Crow Forest 2, and I imported it into the project as well. I applied a negative filter to it, making the two Lego figures more resemble the wax figure, but with the two figures I was hoping that it would give the impression that the wax figure was following Maureen everywhere she went. That would be pretty creepy. The more I thought about it, the more I started to get the idea that the way to bulk up the dream sequence and make it more compelling would be to show scenes from earlier in the movie, only now showing that the wax figure was there the whole time, following her or standing just over her shoulder, maybe looming over her, although that last one might be a little difficult considering that the wax figure stand-in that I made who I jokingly referred to as her stunt double, is a little on the short side. Oh well, we'll figure it out. And, uh, we really didn't figure it out, so, um, oh well. I mean, that would have involved refilming a whole bunch of scenes with the wax figure just inexplicably there and making it taller than it was, and yeah, that just didn't happen. In fact, I'm not even sure that I need this paragraph in here. Maybe I should delete it, because, yeah, I didn't really do any of that. I mean, I did edit some of the clips to where it's like, oh, yeah, there's totally a wax figure green screen standing there, and it doesn't really look convincing at all, and I think I got rid of most of that, so... Uh... Hmm, I might delete that paragraph, I'm not sure. Another thing that I wanted to try was to incorporate some of the dream sequence footage from Crow Forest the movie. In that movie's dream sequence, I'm dressed as a coroner in a plastic rain poncho, so I think with only a little editing, that footage could be made to look like it belongs in the same movie. Because I have a long, proud history of thin plastic rain ponchos featuring in dream sequences. Hmm, you know? I'm kind of starting to think I might be something of a one-trick pony, but oh well, as long as the one trick works, I guess. Finally, just before going to bed, I got a quick shot of the wax figure on the tripod standing in the shower, pulling back the curtain to reveal it. I'll use this in the dream sequence, but I'll do that later. I'm going to bed. February 17, 2023. Today, Maureen came back home, and she wanted to hang up some new pictures on her wall, but she was afraid that it would mess up the continuity of the movie. So I had the idea that I could just film her hanging the new pictures so that we could incorporate it into the movie. That way, there would be no continuity error, and we would also get some additional footage to bulk up the movie. So we got a few such shots, 
and I even got a few angles with the wax figure in frame to use in the dream sequence. So now we have coverage for the initial scene and the re-edit where it's revealed that the wax figure was there the whole time. I had actually forgotten that we got that, and that would be really good to incorporate with the um, actual um, wax figure being physically present. That would be very handy. And also, I think there might still be a bit in the movie where it kind of abruptly changes from morning to later that night, and um, um, a little sequence where she's hanging pictures might do just the trick, so I will attempt to remember that that exists for the uh, final edit of this movie. Uh, it's virtually done now, I've gotten all the music back, and I have some loops to put in, so um, I just kind of need to go over everything, make sure it's good. I'll see if I can add in this little sequence and do some music loops over it, and it'll be great. Um, it's only going to be like an hour long, so um, yeah, not, not a super long movie. After that, I got back to editing the dream sequence. February 19, 2023. I finished up editing the first rough cut of the dream sequence yesterday, so today, Maureen and I reviewed the movie to see what it still needed. We determined that it really needed some more exposition to explain what was happening, and also quite a bit more creepy stuff. We thought that perhaps Maureen could keep getting phone calls from an unknown number because James the Ghost, seriously, the ghost gets a name but friend doesn't, was trying to communicate with her. That would both be creepy, and it would explain the dream sequence later, in which the ghost communicates the idea of returning the miniature to the attic through the only means he can. Then Maureen had the idea that once she was back up in the attic, we should clarify what the dream sequence had stated. In the dream sequence, it's shown through very trippy editing that the wax figure was with Maureen in all of the previous shots, but then in the attic, we'll show in a much more clear way that it was in fact James in normal person form who was there the whole time. I think that will tie it together nicely and clarify what's happening, hopefully without being too pretentious. And yeah, that's another thing that I forgot to actually film, so um, I guess I should probably maybe try to do that somehow? Uh, yeah, kind of getting down to the wire, and I'm realizing I forgot all about certain aspects of what I was trying to do. Um, so that, that's good. Uh, February 28th, 2023. Maureen and I have been trying to figure out how to bulk up the movie a bit, and we thought that perhaps we should add a bit to the sequence where she's researching her address. So I made a fake website for James the Ghost using a bunch of my old pictures of various miniature models that I've made over the years. I opened a new project in Keynote and changed the settings to make the slides have a size of 1080 by 3500, making it much longer than it was wide so that it would be scrollable like a website. Then I took a few of the panels from Crow Forest the comic book, the ones featuring the miniatures, and used them to make the background of the website. Then I dragged a plain black box over the 
entire page, covering up the comic panels, and then I changed the opacity to 71%, giving the images that professional website background look. Once I had the background the way I wanted it, I started importing pictures of my old miniatures, including the ones from Crowforest the Movie, my Mars base under the dome from my Somebody Will music video, and even a few older ones. I resized the images to fit three across, and I kept adding rows until I had filled the page. Then, finally, I added a fake email address at the bottom of the page with a contact me text box over it. When I zoomed in at the top of the page and scrolled down, it looked pretty good. It's still missing something, but I'll worry about that tomorrow. Alright, and March 1, 2023? I returned to editing the website today. I realized that what it needs is more pages, so I did a command A to select all of the objects on the page so that I could copy them. I added a new slide to the project and pasted everything on the clipboard onto it, giving me an exact duplicate of the first page. Then I deleted all the foreground pictures, leaving only the header, footer, and background intact. Then I repeated the process of copying the contents of the page onto another page, but this time I made three additional duplicates, giving me a total of four blank pages to work on in addition to the already filled out page. I'm pretty sure that I'll only need three of those pages, but this will leave me with a blank template to copy if I end up needing more. I added text at the top of each of the pages, right at the bottom of the header, with labels for each of the pages within the website. I put my work, cool new project, buy stuff, and about me. I put a red outline box around the text reading my work on the first page, and then moved the box to surround cool new project on the second page. This second page is where I intend to put early pictures of the building project of the miniature used in this movie, explaining where the thing came from, if not actually how it ended up in the attic. So I went to my files and found a bunch of pictures of the building process and started importing them into the project, repeating the process of resizing and aligning them on the page. So now I have two really good-looking pages for this website. For the Buy Stuff tab, I think I'll put a few pictures of some smaller props that I've made, and then for the About Me section, I need to write a short mini-bio of James the soon-to-be-a-ghost. Once I was done with the website for today, I'll tackle the other two pages another time, the next thing I did was to read through the entire script to see what scenes I forgot about which is definitely good practice because I forgot about so much crap in this movie. Like, I forgot about parts of the script, I forgot about scenes that I filmed in this very podcast episode. I already talked about so many things that I forgot having done that I'm just remembering reading about them in this very book and that I will probably forget about again by the time that the movie comes out and then I'm gonna be like oh great I just completely forgot about so many scenes that would have made this make so much more sense why am I so bad at this uh where was I the next thing I did was to read through the entire script to see what scenes I forgot about it's a good thing I did too because I had completely forgotten that there was supposed to be a second dream sequence or technically a first 
first dream sequence, chronologically, in which Maureen wakes up and goes into the kitchen for some water, but finds that the kitchen is fake, and moreover, that she herself is made of wax. Then she wakes up for real. I had been combining the two dream sequences together in one long, overly confusing one, but this way makes way more sense. Plus, it's like foreshadowing or some crap. She has a dream sequence early in the movie, which foreshadows that she's going to have a dream sequence later in the movie. Okay, I know that's lame, but I'm trying here. Also, reading over the script, I found a few more sequences that we forgot about that we may or may not go back and add since they're a little repetitive. And I also realized that I had edited a few sequences out of order, so I went back and fixed that. Okay, looks like uh, this last little section will get us back to a production section, so we'll finish out with March 25, 2023. The movie is really starting to come together now, despite continuing tech problems. I finally finished the piano playing laundry candle lighting scene, which, yes, sounds complicated, but I swear it works in context. So now the first 20 minutes or so of the movie are done. The music for this sequence works really well, tying all of the seemingly disparate elements of the visuals together quite nicely with the music musical theme. The music is heavily based on the classic theme of Fur Elise, which is the song that Maureen was playing on her keyboard at the beginning of the scene, and then evolves into something original. Adam Mullen, my composer, pulls this off really well. Speaking of Adam Mullen, I got some more music back from him today, this time for the scene where Maureen shows the miniature to friends, and it sounds really good. So now I need to get another image-locked scene ready for him. Probably the shower silhouette. And now I'm wondering if I actually did that. Uh, I might not have. In fact, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I guess I'll be doing that with music loops, or maybe going over budget. I don't know. Um, guess you'll be finding that out shortly. Oh, I also finished the miniature set for the final pan-around shot, making the miniature match the redecorated house with the Christmas decorations. Sort of. It should be good enough for such a quick shot, at least. Sorry, I don't actually have any miniature versions of the Fontanini miniatures, though I should really find out if they make those, because if they do, that I definitely need those. But not for this movie because I'm already over budget. Also, I sent an email to the Queen Theatre in downtown Bryan asking about a potential movie premiere. I heard that that's a thing that they do there, so I'm excited to see if this works out. And, uh, spoiler alert, which, uh, you may or may not already be aware of, but, uh, I did get that, uh, premiere at the Queen Theatre. So it is scheduled for August 27th at 3 p.m. PM, and that is a Sunday, and it's at the Queen Theater in downtown Bryan, Texas. So uh, if you want to be there, there's still a few seats left. There are very limited seats at this theater, but if I get enough interest, I'll consider doing additional nights. So uh, if you think that that is something that sounds cool and that you'd want to do if you're in the area or feel like a road trip or plane trip or whatever you want to do, um, let me know. You can email me. You can find my email on my website or uh, various other places. Uh, it's crowforestproductions at gmail.com, but um, I'm sure you can find it on my website, I think. I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll double check that now. But
but yes, uh, you can let me know, and, um, okay, uh, that is all for today, so next time we will pick back up with another production section starting on March 28th of 2023. Hope to see you then.